Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today, I mean, at this point, it's like, is Hannah just my fucking co-host? I've had Hannah on so much. And I know it's our job as podcasters to like, you know, get all new people in. But I just love Hannah so much. And she's always with me. (laughs) And we just laugh together and we get in trouble together and we gossip together. And really, it's just like doing a podcast with Hannah is kind of like doing a podcast with myself, um, but younger. So I trained me well. I'm just a narcissist, people. That's really all it boils down to. Um, But truly, I felt like Hannah had to come on because Summer House season four just premiered like a week ago. Holy crap. I was at the premiere party with you. Yeah. Shit went down like days before the premiere party yeah. and shit's going down this season of Summer House. There's so nonstop drama. Who better to have on than Hannah Burner? It's like, I was, so I've talked to Amanda and she's going to come on. And yes. also I love like the idea of like you and Paige on together and mm-hmm. I love Paige, but like, I, I can't do you dirty like that. Like if I'm going to review Summer House, I'm having Hannah Burner on people. Girl, it's about to get dirty today. <laughs> and also, I just had I Hannah showered. on my radio show. And <laughs> she literally, she always does this. In the last five minutes of the show, and we have like, a, it's like over at 10 a.m. on the dot. It's we have no two control. two-hour show. Yes. And you could give me 20 minutes. And so we'll just bullshit for the first 17 minutes. And Hannah's like, oh my God, something crazy happened. And then she's rushing to tell a story in three minutes. And everyone's like, we have to all wait an entire week for her to come back on a Monday to finish the fucking story. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We are doing this now. Let's do it live. Okay. Let's do it live. And I, we're so basically we're talking about all the drama that's going on on the season of Summer House behind the cameras. You're kind of beefing with some of the boys right now, maybe some of the girls. I feel like I beef with everyone all the time. I live in... The Even when you're not on Summer House, you're still beefing with somebody. I mean, That's what why we're so similar. Cast, so I, I think why people are loving this season is because we're all actually a friend group, a highly dysfunctional one. Now you are all really like, a friend Like, you group, guys yes. saw me come in not knowing anyone, and, and that's a whole different set of drama where you're like the new person. And I don't come in hot... When, I mean, I came in a little hot. Yeah, you do. I do come in hot. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to let you lie to yourself. But I don't have opinions to people's faces 
until I know them well. Yeah, I have lots of opinions about people behind their back. It gets me in trouble Like, when I first know people, I will tell my best friend and be like, okay, this is what I think. These two, you know, that one, not sure about that. (laughs) But I'm not going to have an opinion on, like, for example, Kyle and Amanda's relationship when I just met them. Like, I'm not going to tell— You mean to their face. To their face, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I have opinions. But, like, to their face, I'm not going to tell Amanda, like— I think you need to change what you're doing or Kyle, don't talk to her like that or Kyle, I don't like this decision you made because I'm not, I don't, I honestly am not educated enough on their shit. I don't know them well enough. Yeah, relationships are deep. They're complicated, you know. 100%. And also you have to remember this, they're in love or some version of it. So it's like my mom used to say to me, you have to stop telling me bad things about husband. Yeah. She said, because I hate him, <laughs> but you love him or so we thought I did. And so you forgive Look. him and I can't shake some of the things that you tell me. And my mom said the, the same thing. She said, it was the biggest mistake I ever made was confiding in my sisters yep. about your dad because they kind of hate You guys dad. confide in other... I had... Confide in your therapist. Confide in your therapist. Or what else? Because your friends and your family will hate... The horrible things that you're seriously I had that in college. But guess what? That's relationships. My best friend was dating this girl and, and she'd get so mad at her and she'd be like, I hate her so much. She's so dumb. And I'm like, yeah, she's so fucking stupid. And then they'll make up and then she'll tell the girl that I thought she was stupid. And I was like, bitch, I was having her back. Oh, And I do think God. she's stupid, but you don't have to tell her that. So then the girl would be mad at me. They they were lesbians. And that's... I figured. Yeah, just As a girl. lesbian, I have magical powers to also detect other lesbians. <laughs> So, so, but then they, they'd get into fights and I'd be on both sides. And then she's, my best friend started lying to me when she'd see her. Like they'd break up and then I'd be like, where but were it you was last all, night? It was, it was all a making of your friend. She yeah. was the one who was ruining everything. Yeah. When it's like, like I just have I your back. Shit. Okay. Let's say I, <laughs> let's say sometimes I confide in Sean Kilby about yeah. what it's like to be the man one in a relationship. Cause quite frankly, <laughs> I am the guy. Like I'm always saying I'm sorry. And I know I'm not always wrong. <laughs> I'm sometimes wrong, but as of recently, it's like yeah. But Taylor is an angel who cannot, who can do no wrong. Precisely, not you, the other one, other Taylor. You're just so I'm always in fucking trouble, and I'm like, am I in trouble today or am I not in trouble? And basically, (laughs) she determines our relationship, and it's fucking terrifying. I know what it feels like to be a man who's trying to have sex all the time. Taylor, she is. Yes. So you guys balance it out. Yeah, we're not throw her under the bus. We're both the man ones. but I'll say to Sean sometimes, like, oh, my God, I got, I'm got, i in trouble again. I have to figure out how to apologize. And I just said, sometimes I'm just sick of apologizing. But, but I said, but I love her and I don't want to fight. So I'm But I willing- do think that you need to express your feelings with relationships because sometimes you get so clouded in it. Yeah. Once I was in a relationship. You need outside perspective. Yes. So once I was in a relationship that I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But everyone thought it was so perfect. And everyone thought I was so cool for dating this fucking dude. And then, like, nine months in, I started to have panic attacks. And then one weekend, I was just like, Mom— there's something off. And I started to tell her everything. And she's like, bitch, why didn't you tell me this month one? I would have got you out of there. All right. But so that's the thing. Like, but, you, but you didn't know. But I, I didn't want that yet. So I was telling Sean something. Like, like a, just a stupid fight, you know? And he, like... Like, imagine if he gave me advice and then Taylor and I got into a fight about that fight and I was like, well, Sean Kilby says, you can't blow up your own confidant spot, you know? God. So that lesbian was real stupid and dramatic. It's a secret service. You have to keep people protected if you want to keep using them. (laughs) Sorry, I just ate a granola bar. Swallow that shit, scone girl. Okay, anyway. So so that's you with Kyle and Amanda? So Kyle and Amanda. Or do I know I want to be fair. Did do you because you guys are roommates, essentially, for three months or or, or for a season. Yeah. Do you feel like you because I will say. 
I'm going to be dead ass with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I always am. Mm-hmm. You're like my little sister who's kind of like my twin, but there's like 15 years between us. Mm-hmm. By the way, I posted a picture and everybody was like, you even said, oh my God, I thought that was me. I thought it was me. I have to tell you, I don't want to scare you for your future. Don't worry. You're going to be in better shape than I am. And I'm going to lose weight. And when I'm pretty again, you're going to be like, yeah, that's my future. Hey, you're gorgeous. Oh, fuck you. I love you. Thank you. I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, But we, like, you remind me so much of me when I was your age. Like, I feel we look similar. We dress similar. Like, am I going to? Turn gay in like 10 years? Well, Hannah, I really think you're <laughs> very close to, yes. To be honest, I'm almost there because <laughs> men are really making it hard for me. Do you think I want to like men? No. Men are disgusting. No, I no. don't want to. I know. I know. And I'm sick of lying for them. I'm like, I'm like, he lives in a mansion. His parents' mansion. I'm sick of lying. He's an entrepreneur. He sells weed. He's great. <laughs> He's an asshole. Okay, I can't do it anymore. Step it up. Oh, by the way, I what? did this. I went to this tennis expo. And there was this, all these like little Do you kids. play tennis? Um, I got to talk about <laughs> tennis. No one told me to shut up. And it was the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. So I'm sitting, I'm talking and there's this like little kid in the front and they go, do you have any questions? Anyone have any questions? And everyone starts pointing to this little boy in the front. He looked like he was like 12 or 13. And they go, he loves Hannah. He loves Hannah. And I'm like, okay, little young to watch Summer House. Right. And he like asked me some cute questions. And then afterward I go, I walk, he goes, can I have a photo? And I go up to him and I go, where do you know me from? And he goes, I just saw you today and I think you're amazing and I think you're beautiful and so funny. And I go, why can't a grown-ass man fall for me like this? That boy knew. He saw me and he said, she's the one. Why? So now we're dating and people don't love it. But you know what? It's a small pool out there. (laughs) We went Instagram official yesterday. He posted my photo and he said, this girl's amazing. Like the words he's using, it's like before the toxic masculinity hit. And it's so easy for him to acknowledge another girl's, like a girl's beauty and amazingness. And we're not in competition with each other because he just drinks chocolate milk and is trying to pass his math test. (laughs) I'm going to take him on a playground date tomorrow and it's gonna be great honestly I fell in love <laughs> I was like we're done and then Nick Terry was there you know Nick Terry? no he's like the he's like an 80 year old um tennis coach okay very famous and, and he also fell in love with you he started flirting with me and he's like <laughs> he's like watch out you're gonna be my ninth my 10th wife and I, in my head I honestly was like you know what at this point yeah I see why girls do it. I always say, if Tay and I didn't work out, I'm finding an old sickie, rich, <laughs> a rich. I don't want a, a poor old sickie. <laughs> what do you say, sickie? Just, you mean like like stage four cancer? Like like not doing well. <laughs> like hanging on by a thread. Like pneumonia at yeah. any time. Let's give him pneumonia. <laughs> you know, not something like some, something less like tragic and sad and scary. Like let's give him something. You know, like. Like that a true oldie would pass away from, you know, a rich oldie. Yeah. What's a rich disease? (laughs) (laughs) It's like he has strep throat. No, thank you. Oh, Um, man. No, because it's like I could see doing that and then like fooling around with young guys on the side. And then when they don't text you back, you're like, I don't need you. My old rich husband loves the (laughs) shit out of me. And And his lips don't work. He never tells me I talk too much because he can't hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I will say though, back to the Kyle and Amanda thing. So I feel like you definitely, you are a person who has strong opinions and your strong opinions get you in trouble. Again, this is why we're so similar. But I'm always honest. But but at least we can trust that you're going to be honest. But I I will say like, 
to kill the messenger, like they're always like, don't kill the messenger. If you ever deliver bad news about somebody's significant other, even if it's absolutely their fault, you always get killed. You're always collateral damage. And I told you, back off Amanda and Kyle, because I'm telling you, eventually she's gonna, she's gonna marry you, him. You she's hit, gonna get you pissed at you. hit the nail on the head. I warned you. Of this season, because this first episode, you see... We are fighting within the first 15 minutes. And you see me make a comment when we're... So wait, so let's go back in time. So the season is beginning, but this is last summer, right? And the thing is, when because they're really friends, guys, they're always hanging out. We hang out all winter. I was just with you guys at the party, the premiere party. I've had like, over the winter and this winter, (laughs) like I've had fights with Lindsay and then we make up. Um, Me and Kyle have a little back and forth and then we make up. Carl and I have fought multiple times and then we make up. Amanda and I have had weird moments and then we talk it out. Did you and Paige have any weird moments? No. Okay, but that's, that was all on camera. So we'll we We did that. have on camera though. We had bad moments. So you come on, you got, that was it, was, it was your first real. season, last season. Yeah. You come on, you get to know everybody, you become besties with Paige and Amanda. Yeah. But Amanda's dealing with all the shit with Kyle where he finally admits that he cheated on her, which everybody mm-hmm. knew and it finally came out weirdly on my radio show, The Taylor Strucker Show. That's how she found out. Did you know that? That is so small world and insane and incredible. You are a journalist and you should win an Emmy. No fucking <laughs> kidding. Thank you. So I am like, what What, what are journalists you win? See- they, they win? They win Nobel Prizes? I don't fucking know. I should win a Nobel That's Peace smart. Prize. Uh- so I had Kyle on and he, he was the one that told me this. He's like, I said, when did you like tell Lynn? I'm sorry. When did you tell Amanda? And he was like, I didn't tell her. Your, it was your radio show. I'm like, what? So I had was Stephen McGee- no, he was kind of like, thanks for, it had to come out eventually yeah. and, and keeping a lie was so scary. Yeah. Stephen McGee came on my radio show when we were friends. He basically strongly alluded to the fact that some cast members were cheating and that production was like kind of like hiding it and it was frustrating <gasps> and they were going to expose it. And um, he basically, mm. it, it was like, I mean, it was like, he, he was like Schmile and Schmamanda, you know? Yeah. Really, yeah. really did yeah. a great job. It was coy. Yeah. <laughs> and... So my listeners, being who they are, hey girl, hey. I will literally just say the word Jason and they will find out his full name and social security number in three minutes. It's insane. They are literally, <laughs> they work for the CIA. The TIA. The they are don't fuck with cats. They're don't fuck with but cats. Don't fuck with Taylor. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's the thing. Like it's, we're family in my little like world of like little efforts. That's what I call my, my fans. Yeah. I mean, they're the first to call you out in your shit, but they're also the first if anyone. No, it's like, it's like having a bunch. Anyone of, comes with Taylor. It's like having sisters and it's like we're allowed to be mean to her but like no one else is allowed to be mean to her and I'm, I'm here for it so. they start posting videos online of them like torturing people who, who. no truly they, they they literally make like Swifties look like puppies they, they make the beehive look like it's just full of fucking honey they start honey. killing bees to show like don't <laughs> sorry I just saw it so a bunch of them reached out to Amanda and actually I do believe that it was more of like female empowerment kind of a thing and it was like 100% the, and they reached out like this because hey. people love Amanda yeah and people also love Kyle yes, too yes I love them both actually I can't yeah. help myself I don't know what it is but they're so good looking so I, yeah I mean it's just like he's really he's like the quintessential cute frat boy who gets away with murder murder okay so Three basically people. they um they reached out to Amanda and they said, so you need you need to know this because either one, somebody's lying about your relationship, Stephen yeah. McGee, and you need to know to shut him the fuck down. Yeah. Or two, 
Your man's is cheating on you. If I was in a public relationship and there were words going around that he was cheating on me, I'd want to get to the bottom of that real quick. And so she... Which she did. So she got those DMs. She couldn't ignore them. She went to him. She she Was this during him. season? This was like oh. in between season. Oh. This is right before y'all season. Oh. The first one. Yeah. And they... And he admitted it. Yep. He fucking admitted it. So that's why we started last season with this, like, Lindsay and Carl being like, ooh. Well, it's funny because last season, you'll see when he when he admits, like, that he might have made out with someone, and this would have been, like, the second time The second cheat. She, and yep. she's losing her damn mind. I'm standing with Kyle. Like, I wasn't all over Amanda. Like, I was kind of giving her space, and I was kind of, like, trying to understand what his well, perspective basically, was on this. So I wanted to, you know, like that friend, I wanted to stand there and look at him in the eye and be like, is he really hurt? Does but, he really want this? But this is why I want to remind the audience, like, Hannah, this is the, Hannah got to know the relationship through this lens. Yeah. So, of course, you'd be concerned. I mean, yeah. this is when all the shit was hitting the fan. So, he admitted preseason yeah. that he had cheated, like, sex with a girl when he was, like, basically blackout, but woke up in the bed next to her. So, like, that's undeniable. Yeah. And then mid your season, yeah. another rumor comes out yes. that he may have made out drunkenly with some totally different girl. And Amanda's like, if this is true, yeah. we're fucking But also, like, done. she's like, I can't deal with, like, rumors every week of this. Like, when there's smoke, there's fire. But I think if, in terms of, you'll see how it changes my dynamic with them because at that time, I didn't know them very well. I'd spent all summer with them. I knew they were, like, dealing with some stuff. But, like, when that happened, I wasn't just like, fuck you, Kyle, you're a fucking dick. No. I was standing with Kyle, like, understanding his story and what happened. Like, I didn't want to believe it. Right. And I also was equally close to him and Amanda and I wasn't playing sides at all. Yep. Um so but so I but I remember so postseason you and I would talk, obviously, yeah. and you were like, you know, Kyle can be so ridiculous to her and he like like she deserves better. Like a f- real friend mm-hmm. to a girl and mm-hmm. wanting her to empower herself. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said to you, listen, you've been in it for one season. I've been watching now for three. Mm-hmm. This shit's been going on with Kyle since for forever. Mm-hmm. This is the relationship that she signed up for mm-hmm. and she's engaged and they're going to get married and uh, there's only so much you can do really at this point. And I also am the kind of person where it's like, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. No. We don't. We know like, we'll see when they get drunk or they're out or like, I mean, we do see like the day to, I mean, we're living like morning to night and through with the cameras. night with them with, ca- with cameras. But um, what happened is we spent all winter together. And they and they got engaged. And it, yes. it's, if every, everyone remembers, it was like how last season ended. It was like there was all this rumors of cheating or whatever. And then two, three weeks later, the engagement ring comes out. And that's what Amanda wanted. Amanda's always wanted a ring. Yeah. She's been talking about it for a while. She wants a commitment. She wants a commitment. And sometimes I think we can trick ourselves into believing that when a guy makes a commitment, it's going to completely change his behavior. The ring sometimes is it does. Sometimes it doesn't. The ring is beautiful. He did good. But then it's, it's like very back pretty. to normal life where they immediately moved in together. And they, they've explained all this. And they're very, I mean, I do their give them credit. Their apartment's fucking sick, Their by apartment's the way. insane. They do, they are very open about their relationship. I have a question. Whose apartment's nicer? Mine or theirs? Yours has more space and it's, <gasps> it has more. You guys, oh, I do live in Jersey City. The, you live in Jersey City, so there's that. So yes. like. Yeah, their place but looks big. But theirs is huge. It's And we have the best view, viewing parties there. Um, but also, I just want to preface this, that like I have opinions because I care. Like, right. I've, you don't see me talking about people I don't care well, about. Well, guess what? In girl world, though, we're not supposed to have opinions. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Oh, yes, we will. We'll get to that. Okay, so. <laughs> so, well, the first episode, 
Shall we? Shall we? Let's do it. Okay, so the first episode, you see. But by the time this comes out, the second one will have aired. Amazing. So you can feel free to talk about that too. I actually haven't seen the second episode yet. Fuck, you have it right on your phone right now. Yeah. Can we like do a viewing party and we'll just watch it? That'd be so weird. How do how, It's like sports announcing. Bravo. But I do think that people, it's good for them. Some people won't have watched it by this time. And it's good for you to understand. The, the first episode is really epic. Let's just say real quick. So Summer House season four is on. Is on right now. Bravo. What day? Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Right after New Jersey, 9 p.m. They gave us this amazing spl- um, time splot. slot. Great splot. It's a great splot. <laughs> um, so they believe in us. Good. People are just, there's a lot of good energy. There's a lot of love. I mean, watch what crappens. I love Ben and Ronnie. Uh, and they are like Bravo connoisseurs. Ben and Ronnie may be the reason Summerhouse is still on air. Honestly, Ben and Ronnie are so stan Summerhouse. They beyond. haven't ever let it go. And I, when you listen to the Summerhouse recap, I feel like I, Danny Pellegrino is a big pusher for Summerhouse yes. too. Yeah, he is. And he's got a lot of sway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, my boys. So the first episode, now Colin and Amanda are engaged. And you see me in the car make a statement, which is like, I have a lot less tolerance for Kyle's bullshit now that he's her fiance. And like that statement was, I guess I said it because it's like when he's your boyfriend, it's like, whatever, she's she can figure her shit out. Like, mm-mm. but it's like he's your I fiance. Actually, I'm going to say I think that's the opposite of what you should have said. I get it. I know what you're saying, but She's even deeper in now. So you should yeah. have less of an opinion because because then when something happens when you get married, I know because I was married. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, whether you like the person or not, they become you and you become them. Yeah. So it, like Honestly, when, when someone right. comes for your partner, it feels you're like they're coming for you because you made a decision right. to be with this person. My thing is when I first came in, I was like, I thought we were kidding. I didn't know we actually wanted to get married. I thought this was all a joke. <laughs> What is happening? And oh. then now that they're married, I'm like, it just hurts more. They're engaged. F- they're so. engaged. Yes. Sorry. There's, they haven't been married yet. I, it's hard for me to be like, to see them fight and to be like, oh, that's going to be fun for 60 years. But you're right. I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. yeah um, I should have just been I'm like. I'm just saying, and I get it. You are strong, independent. Single woman. So you're like, we don't put up with shit. But guess okay. what? There's some of us girls. Yeah. And I'm Amanda, I'm not judging you. I am saying I am like you. Yeah. I literally like I was so my um girlfriend's little sister, who I adore and think she, she's like moonbeams come out of her ass. She's amazing. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's smart. She's such a prize. And like you describe me to people. Yes, totally. Okay, she just like I, I like, she just is very picky when it comes to guys. And mm-hmm. so recently she was dating this guy. We all really liked him. She really liked him and then she was like, I broke up with so-and-so. And we're like, no. Tay's mom and I were like, no. No, we loved him for her. And Tay was like, guys, she broke up with him. Like, because yeah. he wasn't her forever. Yeah. And I started to be like, yeah. Being she- single's a choice. Exactly. And at first I was like, I, I was looking at it as like an unempowered thing, which is a very old mentality, old school mentality. That she's alone again? Yeah. Oh, she's a spinster again. She probably was super weird in bed. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, but she did say, definitely. Um, so she, but then Tay was like, guys, she's, these are her choices. Like we should really support her. And then I was like, you know what, actually, I am a divorced woman who is now gay. <laughs> who the fuck am I to give anybody relationship advice? <laughs> well, I always joke about relationship advice is so funny because I'm the single girl now who's like the second a guy does anything, I go, break up with his ass. <laughs> and then there's like the ones in a relationship where they're like, oh, my boyfriend does that too. It's fine. They'll get over it. But here seconds. is the thing is that like, and I said, you know what? I'm really in no position to ever give dating advice because I basically, people were like, want to date me? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I never went after what I wanted. I took yeah. what wanted me. Yeah. And that's how I ended up 
married to the wrong person. Yeah. But even though I wanted to mm, just like rip husband's penis off sometimes, and he was so annoying, he used to always say this to me, I love to annoy you. I was like, it's working. Um, <laughs> success. I'm annoyed to my eyeballs. That's cute. Okay, it's stop. Cute Immediately stop. Immediately. Um, anyway, my mom and dad were like, this is torture. You were like, your penis is just annoying. Can you turn into a <laughs> vagina? I love to annoy you. Um, but it was like, I could say mean things about him because we were the same. But if anybody else did, I fucking kill them. And so it's that kind of like weird, like O'Doyle rules mentality that like mm-hmm. couples just have. I think Amanda found herself in a weird position this summer. Okay. And you're going to see it because she is. You'll when see you come the first for him, episode, you're kind of coming for her. When No, but in the beginning, she's she's she took our side. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Raycon. Look around you. It's a truly wireless world, and everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. You really do. I mean, what are you strangling yourself with those dingle dangles for? But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you've got to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. So Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. And they sound just amazing. Raycon's latest model, the E25, is their best one yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, insanely awesome bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. They're so comfortable and they're perfect for on the go, listening to whatever, or for taking phone calls. I mean, listen, if you can't take a phone call on it, it doesn't count. I'm a total convert. I've had all the headphones, earbuds, wireless, what have you that you could possibly have. I had the dingle dangles. In the winter, they're real pain in the ass with your jacket. And just in general, my old wireless earbuds they used to constantly fall out of my ears. And I live in New York City, people. And I take the subway like everywhere. Yes, I was scared of losing one of them. But quite frankly, it was more horrific when it dropped on the ground on the subway platform. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to pick this up. I'm going to what? Like, I'm going to stick that subway fecal matter back into my ear, the hole closest to my brain. That's terrifying. And I, I'm telling you, I did it time and time again because I had to listen to things. It's my job. Well, thanks to Raycon, I no longer have to worry about that because they fit perfectly in my ear. And also, when you get your Raycons, they come with like these extra adjustments so you can actually fit your Raycons perfectly to your ear hole. They think of everything. Also, the company was co-founded by Ray J. And celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Brandy, cool-ass celebs are obsessed with Raycons. And so is Taylor's Trekker. Listen to me. Pick up a pair and see what all the hype is all about. So now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash TOT. That's buyraycon. That's B-U-I. R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash T-O-T for 15% off Raycon's wireless earbuds. Again, buy Raycon.com slash T-O-T. And now to the podcast. I like to bust Kyle's balls. You like to bust everyone's balls. I like to bust everyone's balls. There's something about Kyle. He reminds me of my brother a little. And like he can sometimes take himself a little too seriously yes. when he's sober. Yes, and only when he's sober. When he's drunk, he's, he's drunk, just he's like hilarious. And I just like to poke his little... And I'm like, I think that Amanda and I are very similar. We have a similar sense of humor, but we're different in that um, I don't have to be nice to him. Right. <laughs> so like I will literally just, I mean, I'm not mean to him at all, but like me and him will get into little scuffles and it's fine. Or I'll say how I really feel w- about stuff. So I came in honestly kind of like 
low tolerance for him. Okay. I came in You're low tolerance. Yep. I did. And there was something about it that I was just like not in the mood for. Um, I even, I kept saying, it's so funny, your subconscious, like when we got to the beach, I was like, oh, no toxic masculinity. Like, I don't know where I was in my head, but I really was just like, I wanted female love around me and I wasn't in the mood for like guys being dicks. Lesbian. <laughs> uh, lesbian. I'm like, I just wanted vaginas in my mouth <laughs> and cut off dicks. Um, so lesbian. <laughs> so fast forward, it's dinner. It's dinner time. Yeah. We've all been drinking since maybe 3 p.m. and it was so about we're drunk. So we're drunk and we are, you also have that nervous energy and Kyle's the first to admit he always has his back up. He always, he always has a little freak out first night. He always does. He always does. There's something, I think he's a little bit of a control freak. Listen, you're coming back into, first of all, driving to the Hamptons is nerve wracking. Yeah. Traveling and getting there is a pain in the ass. And then also it's like, once you're there, you're not there. Yeah. Like you got to drive and get shit, you yeah. know? And it's like, there, it's just like, it's, it's a luxury, but it's also a massive inconvenience. And then you've got cameras in your face, yep. you know? It's So we're sitting there, working. and Paige and I are so excited. And we're just like, we want to have fun. We want to have fun. Like, we're we're going to have so much fun at this dinner. And then and we were joking. I was flirting with Luke, who, hello. Hello. I mean, hello. I can't with him, though. Hello. You deserve better. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so I'm just like, look at the new boy. Me and Paige are like, we haven't. Luke back. was wearing a black turtleneck. He's Steve. Does he, is Steve Jobs? He was, he, honestly, he. I was not a fan, but he pulled it off as much as a guy could pull it off. <laughs> Black turtleneck at the premiere party. What was he thinking? What is he it, got it he's going to go do slam poetry after the party? Him, actually, that's <laughs> and he's like, oh, I like to see the wild animals. I don't know. What do Midwest people do? Anyway, so he, that was my, oh, yeah. Oh, don't oh, you know? Don't you know? Fargo. Yes. Fargo. So that's his, that was his poem. Okay. Um. I need to not do poetry ever again. So he, I love how you let me for a little too long go. With I that. always let you. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and Lindsay, out of nowhere, is like, "So, um, wedding planning? What happened? What's going on? What's oh, happening she's with always the wedding?" Trying to disturb drama. So, well, it's Lindsay's mission to always be taking down Kyle and Amanda's relationship. That's her number <laughs> one mission in life, and has been since season one, and it's never going to stop. And I just want to is Lindsay secretly in love with Kyle? For real, real question. No, I don't think. so. So then why? She said she doesn't like blondes. So why did, what's her issue with... The, she, she's I think you're always, looking in the wrong direction. Okay. Okay. Continue. Just say what you fucking no, mean. No, I just don't, I just don't think she, her beef is with Kyle. I think it's more with Amanda. I'm, well, that's what I was going to say. Well, does she like, remember she unfollowed her on Instagram for getting cheated on? Yeah, that, 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 that <laughs> doesn't make sense. I, you know what? I'm actually all about women supporting women, but like she got cheated on and like let it happen. So like I had to unfollow her because it was like so gross. What the but, fuck is that? That, and first of all, I am so terrified of Lindsay. There aren't even words. Dude, Lindsay When I saw like, her at the, at the uh, premiere party, I was like, hi, bye. Because I, I, I can't not be honest about her. You're going to see me and Lindsay's friendship evolve this season. In. Um, so no. she, so she says that, and Amanda starts off with just like there, immediately there was tension in the room, and when there's tension, well, because Amanda knows that she's not asking to be nice; she's always coming for her. Yeah, I think and that's true. I think that and so and, and that it the, wasn't out of like it wasn't like guys, we're so excited. Like, like when is it going to be? Yeah, it was no. more like um, knew it, knew you wouldn't. Yeah, you, you lost your venue. Honest, it's awkward for them because like they got engaged and they know that all of America and us are like, so what's actually happening? Well, no one's rooting for them. Well, it's kind of like how Britney got so upset. Yeah. Vanderpump Rules at her yes. party and she was like, yes, everybody hates my jacks. And it's like, <laughs> everybody hates us. I don't know and why. Everybody was like, sometimes no, that's a sign that they bring out for everyone. everyone. And she's like, all y'all aren't rooting for me because he's a bad person, but I love him. <laughs> Go to hell, Bernie. 
inhale all of you. So he, she. But that's the thing is it's like when you feel like people aren't supporting your relationship, it feels like shit. Exactly. And then you, you're really defensive and that me- makes you closer together. Exactly. And forgive things that maybe you shouldn't forgive. Honestly, you should be a therapist. Yeah, I know. So the, actually you shouldn't. Um, so <laughs> they, <laughs> take that back. So Amanda starts with just like, you know what? It's been a hard winter and like we tried venues they fell through and honestly I'm kind of happy about it and it was kind of like great like cool and we're fine and me and Paige that's very honest yeah she's being honestly I love how honest they are though about like their qualms their relationship but then I turned to I turned to Paige and I was like, why aren't they asking about our wedding? Like, we were just so excited to be there and we didn't want serious conversation and right. we're giggling. And also, you're friends with Amanda. You always know Lindsay has no good intention. So it's like you're trying to distract, let's say. And I say. also want to preface, well, no, I'm not going to preface it with anything. So then Kyle, Kyle starts one of his speeches and he loves a speech and he always has the floor whenever he wants it yep. to, to talk whenever well, about he's a white he man. Wants. He's a white man. So he's just like, He's just, he said something that actually made me, you see me laugh when he was like, most, you know, fiancés are not this involved in the wedding process. He means himself. He means himself. So from my perspective, my brother um, got engaged around the same time to this wonderful um, woman named Jeannie. And my brother has been so involved in it. And he's, and granted, like, yeah, men stereotypically maybe aren't, but like my brother has his. They're a very good partnership, and yeah. I just think they're amazing. Relationships and, are getting much more egalitarian. And that's how also I want to— Like, my dude is going to cook and clean for me. Yeah. Like, that's how it's going to be. I'm going to help, but, like, I'm not dating a dude who can't function right. without me. Right. Because I'm not your babysitter. No. And I—that's—so, like, we're coming from different mindsets. But when he says that, I'm kind of like, dude, you cheated on your— You cheated on this girl, two, like, a year ago or whatever. Yeah. And now you're bragging about being the best, you know, fiancé that ever happened. Like, shut up. And he's going on and on and on. And he's, like, getting annoyed at our little giggles. You know, if someone gets, like, a little annoyed at, like, a little giggle, you're, like, really? Mm. Like, we're trying to have fun. Yes. And, like, Amanda's actually trying to tell us to calm down because she knows Kyle's short fuse. Uh-huh. Where I'm, like, I don't care if Kyle's a short fuse. It's That's almost your like, problem. don't poke the bear. Yeah. She, but, and she's but, like, but, 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 I will say, as your friends, it's like, guys, help me out. One time, my— uh, an ex-boyfriend got in a huge fight with his best friend. They were mm-hmm. like best friends but secretly hated each other. And mm-hmm. this friend happened to have red hair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people call redheads fire crotches when they're being mean. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, this boyfriend of mine, we were all at dinner. And his best friend was just like, he was poking him and poking him and poking him. But finally, my ex, my boyfriend at the time, he exploded and he was like, no one fucking likes you, red dick. And I was like, yeah. first of all, it's fire crotch. It was one of the- But he got so <laughs> mad and it was so embarrassing. And I literally was like, I'm breaking up with you. I made him yep. sleep at a friend's hotel room because we were um, on a vacation together, like in a, a group trip. But that's the thing is, it was like, I was looking at everybody like, please stop. Because but once also- he's gone, he's gone. And like- Paige and I, to be honest, like we really like- we were laughing on the side. We weren't have full-on conversations, but it wasn't the whole time. It was like a couple times that was shown. I know. And he, but when he, he slammed flips, the man. table, when he slammed the table, I was like, what, like, what, you want us to sit and listen to your long speech about your wedding that's not working out and trying to sound like it's, it is working out? Like, what do you want us to do here? What do you want us to do? Okay. And it was like, but I stayed so calm. Me and Paige, I mean, Paige had a little eyes, you know? Oh. Like, she was like, I dare you to fucking come at me right now. Like, we're not doing anything. So we also, like, no one gives us the floor when we want to speak. So, right. like, it's eight people at the table. Everyone's talking at the same time. But, like, right. like he lost like, it on us. This idea of, like, I want to have everyone's undivided attention. It's like, 
And, and what the content of what he was saying was annoying me. And because um, you felt like he was lying. I felt like he was on a soapbox, like trying to project things that like it's just like we get what's I know what's happening here. Like Doth protest too much. Yeah. So it's like he um so when he slammed the table, like when a 37-year-old man starts yelling at you, it's a feeling you don't you're not used to. Uh-uh. I had um, a guy get in my face one time. We I've were had, fighting. And it's it, and then I I really didn't think he was gonna like hit me or anything. It wasn't a boyfriend. It was a it was a uh, actually my enemy's fiance mm-hmm. and he was like all up in my face because mm-hmm. I told a story that was true about them mm-hmm. to a person I was dating and then mm-hmm. it got back to them and they called me a pervert even though <laughs> they were th- they did it um <laughs> you pervert There's but something- he got nose to nose with me and I oh. remember thinking like please hit me because I want to call the police on you right now I don't come from a family of with male anger like my dad and my brother um, they could be like dick sometimes but like there's never anger there's never yelling there's never any physicalness and growing up I think in my environment where I had like abusive coaches who would yeah. yell at me I don't like men yelling I don't like women yelling I don't think there should be disrespect in a relationship it should be more but like especially man yelling at a woman Oh, so he he slams the table and he's like starts yelling at us. And then Carl stands up and starts Well, Carl saying, loves a good fight. Also, Carl's hammered and he's like, apologize, apologize. Carl's hammered? That's so he's weird. Yelling, and I remember sitting there and Paige was like, and I remember you'll see me. I just kept saying, Can I please speak? Can I please speak? Can I please speak? And I go, I'm gonna get about, get about to get pissed in a second. If you, <laughs> no one lets me speak. Can I please speak? And finally I just yell, I go, I feel like there's something else going on that you're taking out on us. When we just giggled a couple times. Right. And you're freaking out like we just like killed your puppy. <laughs> um, and that's where when I stood up, I finally was like, Kyle, if you get this mad over a giggle, I can't imagine what's like to date you. And then he Yee. goes, fuck you, Hannah. And I didn't say anything back because I'm not trying to get in a curse fight with a 37-year-old man. Then we go, we go, to, go to the kitchen and you see Kyle walk in. And this is what people like missed. Amanda starts pointing at him and says, do not say anything personal are any personal jabs on anyone speak from your feelings. Now, it sounds like she's just saying that. It's because Kyle was saying crazy shit to us. Kyle told me that my comedy show was only funny because he was there. Oh, that's ridiculous. When um, it was my first comedy show and I brought them on stage for five minutes to do Mary Fuck Kill where he was just the no, object. your comedy show was funny because I was there. Yes, 100%. <laughs> 100% give credit where credit's due god damn it Kyle and then he was like making fun of Paige with Instagram like he was just going and me and Paige were just kind of sitting there it was just the most upsetting thing and then they go upstairs I didn't even know this happened and Carl's like it's a gen- generation gap man it's a generation gap like I even I said this in front of them we had press last week and they were like well, how do you guys deal with the generation gap and I'm like no offense, no one's ever said, I wish I was as mature as Kyle. And everyone started laughing. And even Kyle, <laughs> Kyle put his hand around me and started laughing. Because Kyle and I, like, we get along. Yes. And he was like, and I even said, look, we're all mature in different ways. And, like, honestly, after you're 25, everyone realized, like, life kind of sucks and we're just trying to survive. Right. Like, we're, and then Lindsay's like, well, last season there was a generational gap, but not this one. I go, Lindsay, that was, that's not how math works. That's not how time works. Yeah, no, that's literally and quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> but... Fast forward, um, well, Kyle immediately, well, you see Amanda, Amelia starts crying, immediately was took our side. Yeah. And it wasn't even sides. It was more that like she was so embarrassed that he was snapping so easily. And I think well, she's and also something like, yeah, he's allowed to be mad. But when like when you start to like go for the jugular and name call people and stuff, it's like, well, now he loses no matter what. So, and, yeah. she, and she's she's a like a real enough person that yeah. she knows his flaws. Yes. And, and she I'm knew sure that he, he does the, the same wrong. shit to her when they fight behind closed doors. And so she's probably like very triggered. You hit 
the nail on the head. Of course. So from that moment, at first it seems simple. It's kind of like, I mean, and I was like, Amanda's crying and I was holding her. And then like, she, she has us now before she didn't have someone in the house to like confide in. And to be honest, the last thing we wanted was to start a fight that would split up Kyle and Amanda. No. Like you even said he started yelling at Amanda and I was like, I was like, Amanda was trying to get me to be quiet. Like she actually right. like was trying to prevent what was going to happen. But the fact he got actually mad at Man- Amanda is like, so it, it it's tough. It's tough because we did not want that. Um, And then, you know, we you'll see the next day. Kyle is quick to say, I'm sorry. He knows when he messes well, up. Well, that's a really good thing. But it's not a good thing when you're used to like you get away with murder and you know you just have to look cute and say sorry and then everyone's fine Mm. and that's where me and Paige are like we're not in a relationship with him so when he says sorry to me I'm Italian I don't forget this shit right like okay I take your apology let's go have a fun day but I'm not gonna forget that you can snap on me at any moment and and come at my career and that's where um like me and Kyle we are cool but we have some tension right now because I just saw a press clip. So this just happened. Okay, so so you're fighting episode one, season four. Yeah. Episode two is out now. Yeah. We neither one of us know what it looks no. like. You film it, but you don't know what they're going to edit together storyline-wise. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be shown. Can you guess? Um, I think we have a party. We have a July... Shocking. Do you guys dress up in fucking costumes? Party. We're in costumes. <laughs> July 4th. It is the most... Oh, oh my God. Kyle and Amanda are gone this weekend. And we're like, mom and dad are gone. Let's go fucking nuts. Okay. And we had like a fun party. And then I don't know. Also, and, and, and I, I know you're the queen of getting yourself in trouble with yeah. Bravo PR. But yeah. like, what can you give us like in terms of like the rest of the season? What are we going to see? And like, you're going like, to see real quick. people flirt and people fight that you would have never expected. Flirt and fight. Yeah. You're going to see like relationships in places you never thought they'd be. Um, and you're going to it. it it's better than last season. Okay. So when you came out of the season, where would you say you were with the castmates? So we're not going to give away a storyline, but like, I, like, I, where I, was I, I with the castmates. I feel like you I were, think things changed with people. Things certain changed. Things were changed. With people. Um, certain things changed. And can you, can you say, names? I also, no, but I think also things we've all changed as people. Yeah. I think my career is so different than when I first started. Girl, I mean, I like when you first started, you were working at Betches. When I first started, I was working at Betches. Literally. That's why I filmed the summer. And then I got, like I got fired, yep. which then caused a fire under my ass to be like, I need, to, I want to start. But my- you were also smart even before that happened because you said, I want to start this podcast burning in hell. Check yeah. it out. It's fucking amazing. She's so talented. And you know, you were like, I'm going to start this podcast. So by the time the show airs, the podcast is like, literally it's legitimate. Mm-hmm. And then the, the show will just help grow the audience, mm-hmm. which duh. And it, it has done. And I did not plan to do stand-up comedy. No, you did not. It really, like, kind of just kept smacking me in the face. And finally, I was like, you know what? Um, I think I love this, and I want to pursue it. Exactly. So, like, my career has been on a natural trajectory, and it's been really fun. So, within a year, yeah. you've, you know, you got fired. You mm-hmm. became a reality TV star. You did. You became a bona fide podcaster. And now you really, you're getting your your comedy chops. I mean, that's fucking huge. In a year. That's a lot of change, a lot of growth, a lot of empowerment. Mm -hmm. And also, this is something I was talking about recently on on, on the Taylor Schrecker show, but I didn't talk about it with you. But I think that in every reality TV cast, Mm -hmm. there's always one or two people who really are smart with the platform and they see what they can do with it. And they maximize Mm -hmm. their time on that show. And 
what they do is they diversify the portfolio and they make sure that the show isn't the only thing that they're doing because it's very easy to make the show the only thing you're doing because after you're on for like two seasons, you get paid money and you only have to film like one season out of the year. Like true, like, like so you technically don't have to work yep. three-fourths of the year. I could see how for a certain personality, it's tempting to yes. just be like, I have my money. Exactly. And also you get social media goes up, then you get social deals. So you can convince yourself that SpawnCon, yeah, it does make money and it's good money. But the thing is, is that there's always, there's not in every single show, but I mean, I've seen it with Stassi and I've seen it with you, like that they've got so much other shit going on Mm -hmm. around them. Mm -hmm. That, like, the show is obviously important in the epicenter of all of it and the foundation, if you will, but it's not the only thing. And I have saw that with Stassi. I'm seeing it with you now, and I've done that with my own career. My radio show is my foundation. Mm -hmm. I have my podcast. I had to fight like hell to get Taste of Taylor. I mean, I had business partners who were, like, furious that I did it, but I'm like, I will not— because being it serious, I could only do one thing. I was linear. Yep. And I was like, I need to have so many things going on at once so that if something drops, because it inevitably will, it's okay because I, I shift and I move. But the thing is, Hannah, that makes people jealous because what you're doing is you're taking the baseline and you're like really like an overachiever. And think about that. Think of how much has changed for you in one year. That's got to be kind of threatening, even if it's very subconscious to your other co-hosts. Mm-hmm. I think that... I've always been told if you want wealth, if you want success as an entrepreneur, you have to have multiple sources of income. Yes. Instagram could go down tomorrow. Yep. Podcasting, podcasting, could, I can't talk, so I, I, you shouldn't listen to my podcast, <laughs> but podcasting, <laughs> podcasting can go down tomorrow. The show can get canceled yesterday. Like you never know. And yep. I think it's out of fear. And also like I've been financially independent since I was 17. Yep. Like I'm, I'm not trying to ever I mean, I love my parents. Um, they live pretty close to me. I actually talk to them every day. It's like literally it actually be kind of fun to move back into my parents' place. I love them. But um, I know my parents come this weekend and I'm like, can I sleep in between you? I love you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> you do my laundry. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. And I think like there's, we have a, they're like a family and like, especially Kyle. Kyle can be like a brother to me. But like we have this connection that people will never understand. But then like we're doing press. Can I talk about this? Let's do it. Because I, I want to get to the gossip. Yes. So, so you guys are doing pressing up to season four. We're doing press. We just went to the premiere party last week. So 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 there was beef leading up to the premiere party. I didn't even really know what was going on. Well, Amanda, you told me. Amanda, you told me at the premiere, premiere party. You was like, this shit's going on. Well, Amanda had come up to me and given me like a warning. She was like, we had a weird interview. And like, I feel kind of weird about it. But like, whatever. It's fine. When did she come up to you? Like, we're the day after. And, like, I didn't watch it. Like, I really oh, didn't Oh, because you guys are doing press all together yeah. and separately. Well, they're doing it separately. And they went on Darren's show, People TV. So Darren Karp, who's what, both of our friends. Yes. She, she has a great show for people. It's called Reality Check. Yes, it's, it's great. incredible. She's hysterical. She's so and good. Amazing and an icon. And they played a funny game, which is say something you love and something you hate about each cast member. Now, that's a s- classic setup to actually you can make some really funny jokes. Like, yeah. I hate how Kyle's hair is perfect. Or like, I hate how... Um, you can say something negative, but positive. Yeah, like I was... I I, said, I hate how like... I said, Amanda's- I hate how Amanda hates her boobs when she has the best boobs in the world. Exactly. Or like Amanda will complain that her boobs are too big for certain outfits. And I'm like, oh, they're so sexy. Um, but like, <laughs> I, I get it. Like, I totally get it. She wants to wear small stuff, whatever. Um, and what I hate about... Anyway, so... I was actually, I love when people shit on me. I think it's so funny. I know you do. You are I literally, I, I used to tell my dad to just make fun of me. That was like my entertainment. Um, I should go to a therapist about that. <laughs> but they go, okay. Um, and Darren's like, my best pal, Hannah Burner, you should get in on her. And they said, what do you hate about Hannah? 
And Carl goes, she talks too much. Hmm. And then Amanda goes, yeah, she talks too much. Like, she always needs a microphone. And Kyle's like, yeah, she talks too much. Put the mic down. Oof. Tell me why this triggered you so much. I want to get mm. into this psychologically speaking. Because, yeah. listen, again, we're very similar. Um, I've definitely had people come for me when I worked in radio. Podcasting is like a fucking like, hand-holding sixth-grade party where everybody gets along. Yeah. Like, radio's fucking cutthroat and brutal. Yeah. I had, like, I had coworkers come for me about, like, basically saying the quality of my voice. Like, yeah. it was so horrible. And that hurt my feelings because I was like, that's like saying a surgeon has shaky hands. Yep. You're coming for my job. Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. Um, so the idea of saying you talk too much, it's like, well, it, your job is you do a podcast and you also have a microphone for your stand-up. So that's basically them saying I you're bad at your two most favorite things. My feelings were hurt really bad. A, because it's like, Kyle talks so much. So that was much. Literally what happened episode one was that he wouldn't shut up about who knows what he was talking about and wanted all the attention. Yes. When it's like, we have to spread it out. Yes. Granted, I love attention, but like, you I know. know I'm on an ensemble cast. Like, I know when it's my time to speak. And also like, I'm not going to lie. I am trying to push that I'm funny a little. I am turning it on to show that I'm funny because that's what I'm selling. It's like Paige selling her outfits. Right. I'm going out there to be my like outgoing fun self i'm not showing up to the show texting the problem with comedy is it's so subjective right and so we always feel like if people don't think it's funny then it's not funny right even if we think it's funny yeah so it's a very comedy is very vulnerable whereas like fashion like it's just good or bad yeah right yeah pretty much and and so i feel like we like you're just automatically in a very vulnerable position and it's very easy to but just there's something about men telling women that they talk too much that really is upsetting to me because it's like women have always been told not to take up too much space, not to be too loud, yep. to be subservient, say sorry. to be quiet, to say sorry. And I came to this show and I'm going to speak my opinion. Taylor Swift, did you, did you watch Miss Americana? Yep. This is like so, you're hitting the nail on the and head. Seriously. It really triggered me like on a bigger scale, like not about me, but just about how women are treated and in the media. And then when they brought up the microphone, I'm like, my job is podcasting. My yeah. job is comedy and I will never put the mic down. And you're going to have to fucking figure out your own shit and get used to me because you're going to be hearing my voice a lot. Question. Do you think that Kyle's a little bit jealous of the attention that you get? I mean, I think Kyle is was like the funny one on the show because he has like really funny one-liners and in interviews. When he eats chips off his chest, it's hysterical. And like there's someone else that's like— And being funny is a masculine I quality. was just going to say there is a weird thing. This is also why it triggers me because I grew up— playing sports and I had to fight to show that I deserve to be on the court with every fucking guy because I'd show up and they'd be like oh we don't want to play with the girl like I'm used to that shit right. so now that I'm in entertainment I'm dealing with the same bullshit of a man being like Hannah don't speak so much it's our floor like shut up this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Pros shampoo and conditioner you can go to the drugstore and just get like the whatever kind um and then of course there's like salon quality shampoo and conditioner and it's great but it's like really expensive and you know i actually recently found out that you're supposed to wash your hair like every day i mean you can take days here and there and use dry shampoo but ultimately like they're the myth out there that like you should only wash your hair once a week it's a lie when you're washing your hair like pretty much every day, every other day, you can go through shampoo pretty quickly. So for me, it was just like a constant struggle of like finding a shampoo that I I liked the quality of, I liked the price point of, I liked the smell of, and then of course, liking what it did for my hair. 
And the truth is most hair product companies don't actually get you, like the individual you. They make something for people with hair like you, but what about like your specific needs? Well, that's why I'm all about pros because pros makes truly personalized shampoo and conditioners. Pros knows that there's way more to you than just your hair type. And pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair questionnaire, which is actually how I got started. So you go into their website and um, you basically get like an online consultation. You just answer a bunch of questions, but some of the questions that they ask were blowing my mind. Like obviously there's like hair texture and then there was this, one where it's like, like, do you have like hair loss or, you know, um, basically they judge it based upon the amount of skin that shows when you part your hair, things like that, like technical things, of course. But then they started to ask me questions about my zip code, my eating habits, um, how much I exercise, hair goals, but like my, like my zip code and like where I spend most of my time via zip code. And the reason is because they take like everything into account. The food you put in your body. The reason they ask for zip code is because of the air quality in the area that you're in and like also the time of the year. It's It was blowing my mind like how scientific they were getting. And speaking of science, with their algorithm, they have over 50 billion formula combinations. 50 billion. My shampoo is like a very gentle shampoo. Based on my consultation, I actually got a shampoo with like professional silicone to give it like that bounce and volume. Honey, which is a conditioning agent. Who knew? Also, I've got like um, pea and quinoa proteins because protein is really good for your hair and sunflower seed oil, which is like an antioxidant. And then my conditioner, it's moisturizing, but it's also super lightweight because I don't want my hair to be like, I wanted something that wasn't going to be too heavy to like make my hair like even more like bogged down and straighter than it already is. And that has some of the same properties as a shampoo. But in addition to that, it has silk proteins because duh, who doesn't want silky hair? And also apple vinegar and caviar lime shine activator. Meow. So if you haven't tried pros yet, I highly recommend it. And if you're not 100% positive that pros is the best hair care that you've ever had, they're going to take the products back. No questions asked, which I love. They believe in their product and they should because it's awesome. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it, sweetie. Yeah. It's like bespoke hair just for you. Get a free consultation and 20% off your first order today. Just go to pros.com slash Taylor. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R for a free consultation and 20% off. Oh, yeah. And now back to the podcast. My job is to talk. So I don't want to talk and then feel like everyone around me is thinking, wow, Shut I kind of talks too much. Right. Like that's what that's it just I don't know why I got that line of like, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've had boyfriends tell me I'm too loud. You know what I do? I break up with them. Right. Because the, the, my friends don't ever tell me I'm too loud. My friends think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. Or my friends listen to what I say and they they feel fortunate that like we're having a conversation together. If I am being rude or if I am overstepping, I appreciate people telling yeah. me. But don't just I've tell told me you I before. talk too much. Have I not told you before? Yeah. When you've ever said, like, I don't like teasing, back off the teasing. Mm-hmm. But like you... You might sometimes tease and hit nerves, Mm -hmm. but that's different than just you're loud and you talk too much. What I I was saying is, if you're going to diss someone, make it funny. I agree. Well, also, it's inaccurate. You know, they're, I mean, if if they have a problem with the things that you say, then they should say, I don't like sometimes the things that Hannah says or her opinions. But this like blanket statement of like, don't talk, put the mic down, you're not funny. Like, 
fuck that shit. I mean, it's not. They true. never really. Besides, they never said you're not funny. Um, except when he was really drunk that one time, and he apologized for okay. that. Okay. Um, but it's still like the fact that he said it. I remembered it. Right. And um, I just want. He was just trying to hurt you. I just think that being being assertive, being loud, being funny is masculine qualities, and. People out there need to get used to women doing that because that's socially constructed and women are now, we need our voices to be heard more than ever. More than ever. Yeah. I'm proud of you, girl. Thank you. I'm not, I'm, thank you. You're not going to cry? <laughs> oh, no. like, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <I'm not> crying. <laughs> I love you. I, I love, love you so much. I love talking to you. I think you're hysterical. I think you're a phenomenal conversational conversation. Oh, you don't have to make me feel no, good. No, for real. I want to say it. I think that you are very empowering and very also, good for I'm women. a fucking New Yorker. Like, all we do is talk. All we do is talk on top of each other and mm -hmm. over each other. Mm -hmm. And talking is what brings us joy. And growing up in New York City, I wasn't, like, the funny one. Everyone I was with was funny. My dad is a thousand times funnier than me. And I'm lucky to, like, to be surrounded by such, like, fun, loud Italians who fill the room up with joy. And that's all I want to do well, is make people laugh. I think that you're taking a stance. And yes, your feelings are hurt. But also, it's for the greater good. Men should not be telling women to sit down and be quiet. And neither should other women. And that too. So with that being said, where are you now with Kyle and Amanda having seen that? So then you got to go on a reality check and yeah. kind of state for the record that you think that telling women to be quiet is a societal issue. Yeah. Um, and then we're at the fucking premiere party. So... So that, my thing, it didn't air. It didn't air yet or whatever. I just... But theirs ad. Theirs aired, and yeah. They, and then did you reach out and let them know that you were upset? Well, she came up to me before I saw it and was kind of like, hey, it was kind of weird, but like, whatever. And then I was kind of like... So I, what'd you say? I, I saw. I was like, okay, because I hadn't seen it yet. And then you saw and it. And then I saw it, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. And it was kind of those things where, like, I don't like to confront people, and also like it's about to be our premiere, and I'm not trying to like start anything. And do I? Would I rather go on a podcast and talk about it? Yeah, because I feel like honestly, it's a bigger issue here. It's not about them. Like we're gonna fight about a bazillion things. Right. It's like a bigger issue that I want to talk about. And um, I also yeah, it's I have a problem. I don't have the balls to like go up to them and like say that. Interesting. Well, the things you said at the premiere party, because I was like off, I, like I, I came to support you. Yeah. Um, and I really, I, I think Paige is great. And I know Kyle and Amanda through you and through Stassi a little bit. And I also like, it's literally psych 101. Yeah. You don't like them getting attention. That's what it is. So it's like, but I guess I should say something to them. But like, I just hate starting shit. I know. Well, I was so, I was like in like the cool kid area, which yeah. really, I just was hiding from everybody. I, <laughs> I like, I saw a couple people had some small talk. I wanted to get drunk yeah. and sit down and like talk to like, Four people, yeah. and you guys were busy. You guys get were. It, it's, it's, uh, yeah, like, it's it like it's like your fucking wedding. It was right? like a wedding, yeah. Um, so there's like so many people, and they want to glom on you and talk to you and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. So I saw you guys off the bat, and then I like went to the the back room. So mm -hmm. I didn't watch you guys on stage. I could hear you guys, but I wasn't watching. But you did say that there was a little bit of that same old like making cut right. Well, yeah, Kyle I mean, and Amanda were like, we're like mocking <laughs> you for talking, right? I mean, Kyle, like, of course, has the mic. But he doesn't talk too much. No. And he doesn't. Kyle, talk as much as you want. I don't care. Right. But don't tell me how much I can talk. Right. But Kyle took the mic he tells, and he's doing his speech telling everyone to practice being quiet, which I thought was an interesting pump up move. No, no, no. I literally, when I heard it, I said, who's this, who's this dickhead talking right now? Because we're at a premiere party. Everybody's drinking. And he's actually good at pumping people up. So I was surprised by that. He was basically <laughs> like, hey, everybody, let's practice how to not be fucking annoying and loud. This is a premiere party. We want to watch. And I was like, are we in kindergarten? What is going on here? Also, no one is going to be quiet. I just spent $60 on tequila. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs>
<laughs> and then like Lindsay took the mic, Carl took the mic. They're the OGs. It's all great. Yeah. But then I like wanted the mic. I wanted to really quick be like, thank you all for coming. I yes. love you. And I like looked like, does Jules want to say anything? Does some like we all it's our show. We should all say a little thank you for coming. Yeah. And um and when I, I posted an Insta story of my little speech that someone had took and Kyle's next to me making fun of my hand movements. And I'm like, God damn it. If I had done that to you, you would have slammed the table and said, yeah, fuck you. Exactly. So it's like, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of tension going on. I so, so here's the thing is they went on reality check. They said it. Yeah. And Amanda gave you a heads up. Mm-hmm. And so that was going to smooth it over. But then they both, they fucking doubled down yeah. at the premiere party. Yeah. So you got to bring this up, Kelly. Like you have to. I know. Um, Who would you contact first? How do I do it? Like, like I don't. I was actually I was with a man during Fashion Week. We had so much fun together, and I just didn't feel like bringing it up. I honestly, I mean, sending a text is bad because I don't like ever ever have anything. And then like when I do a conference call, do millennials call each other? Um, I would say meet in person because that's not weird, right? But like the thing is, we are so busy right now, like with press and all this stuff. And to be honest. I know this about him. But this right now is going to get back to her. Yeah, you I do know. realize that. And then what? guess what happens? Because she's mad at me. Then you're in trouble for because, oh, there goes Hannah. Run her big Run mouth. Run her big mouth. And, and then, and this is, I get in trouble all the time because like, listen, we are podcasters. We're storytellers. We're yeah. truth tellers. Yeah. We're, but, but our own perspective from our own lives. These are yeah. our stories to tell, yes. our feelings to expose yeah. and share. But the thing is, is that I always get in trouble. People always say to me, you know, it's so fucked up that you'll talk about me before you let me know that you're mad at me. Like, fine, talk about me all I want, but like, you have to at least give me the courtesy of telling me beforehand. I think that's a bunch of bullshit because it's called talking behind each other's backs and we do it all the fucking time. <laughs> I mean, um, my thing is, I guess when I saw it, it's like, Kyle and Amanda and I are going to have a long relationship and they were literally like my brother and sister. And like, I felt like what happened is something that I want to talk about at a larger scale. It's like when Lindsay said that I wasn't feminine enough. When it aired, I posted something on on Twitter that was like, women should, you don't have to be what society says is feminine to be a woman. Uh-huh. And like, I had like, I wanted to use it as a learning thing. And how mad was Lindsay? And she texted me. She goes, do we have beef? And I was like, no, we don't have beef. You're like, you just have beef we're... with all of, all of the female gender. <laughs> no, but like, we don't, I'm like, we're good. We move past it. I hope you learn. But I wanted to use this to say something bigger. And to be honest, like, this is bigger than Amanda and Kyle and Carl. And I think like, they obviously okay. know that I, well, they do they think that what they said wasn't mean? Do right. they think that I would agree with that and be like, I should definitely shut up. Right. Like they know what they did. And um, yeah, I think. Well, you know what, actually, I, when you say it like that, it's like, yeah. That's how I kind of feel. Like I just, I don't care to get into drama with people. I'm very non-confrontational and you start shit on me and I'm going to tell my opinion. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's fair. <laughs> it's, it's it's like. Um, like you s- came at me. Why do I have to be the one to confront things? It's yeah. So anno- I mean, I know, I know I wish I had the balls to just go up to them and be like that hurt my feelings. Yeah. But like, it, I haven't seen them in a, in a place where that was appropriate yet. Listen, I get it actually. First of all, we all shit talk. So don't even, if you're fucking listening and you're like, have your nose turned up in judgment. Please. <laughs> please. Um, but please. the thing is, is that oh, like literally in the last two weeks, I've had so much dramatic shit happen in my life. Like just random stuff, like something with a friend, something with like this other super podcast that I won't even mention their name. I won't even give it air time. <laughs> but like all these like little dramatic things popped up, like yeah. something with a friend, like an old friend of one of my friends. And I was like, stick, and I was like talking about this person because they went on a podcast and they were talking shit about my friend. Like all yeah. these different things were like, it's directly me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm adjacent to it. Yeah. Um, and I, I've just been like, I don't know, 2020 is just like, it's just like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm just going to say it all. I don't give 
fuck about consequences. But now all of a sudden I'm doing all these things and now I'm getting smacked. Like left and right with like Dude, yeah, I'm getting gonna, They're out. probably going to be mad at me about this, but I, I don't know. I'm telling my truth. At and the end that's of the day, what as I long always as I tell say. my truth, like if I'm going on air and I'm making something look different or I'm lying about something. Well, there's how many different versions of are there from one story? There's more than that's three. That's one thing I learned about reality TV is everyone has a perspective, but I honestly don't understand their perspective in this. I've never once like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't talk more than anyone else on the show. Definitely not more than me. I mean, stick with me, kid, and you'll never <laughs> That's feel. That's why I love being around you. <laughs> I um, I recently had a friend reach out to me. Um, I I told a story on my radio show. It was it was just like a random annoying text message I got, and I tr- and I didn't use names, and I truly never thought it would get back to yeah. this person, but yeah. it did because my audience is the CIA. Yeah, and also and and they love to start some shit. And so this friend of mine happened to see it, I guess, on the Facebook group or whatever, and confronted me, which I appreciate. And we talked it out and we're good now. Um, but I, but like I, the person was basically saying, I'm mad at you because you were mad at something I did. And are you, we have pro- a problem. And I said, it's not like a huge <laughs> problem in the moment. What did I think that you were being rude and dismissive a little bit, but like yeah. I got over it like that. I said, but also it's my job to constantly talk about my life on the radio. This is our career. And some people are going to be like, you know what? I don't want to get involved with them because I don't want the chance of them talking about me on air. But to be honest, have you ever heard me speak a lick of negativity about like Paige on air? Right. No, because I fucking love her. Like when I love someone or like the way I talk. Well, I think this was a problem was this person is like, I love this person. This person was like, so you like don't love me. Um, And I was like, no, no, no. It's just a small thing that you did that like kind of like I love you. I just don't like you. I was also like, and I think it's a really fucking funny topic. Like it it was Mm -hmm. so relatable. But ultimately, I apologize for hurting said person's feelings. But I did say, you know, um, this is the name of the game of my job. And it's like, you know, I will watch out for you But it's a more. funny thing how, like, it gets turned on to you. I'm always in trouble. Oh, I'm like, always in like, trouble. You hurt my feelings when I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I'm always in fucking trouble. I mean, there was a podcast that, like, talked shit about me and, like, had weird access to, like, my my opening set for Stassi's tour. Okay. Um, which is, like, so fucked up. Like, if I miss send you something, let me know. Give me a, a professional courtesy and send it back to me yeah. and say, I'll delete it. And said yeah. that never re- reached out and said she had it. And then went on her podcast, which three people listened to and now one and like, and talked about it. It got back to me mm-hmm. and I raged them on my, on my radio show. And then they got a lot of backlash and they took down their episode mm-hmm. and I felt bad. But isn't that what you wanted? No, I felt bad. I was like, fuck, I don't want that to happen. So it's like, I, I'm always like either like feeling guilty or getting in trouble. Yeah. It's exhausting. I just, I just try to wake up each day and not be depressed. <laughs> Girl, same. Let's go get sushi. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hannah Burner, I love you. Thank you for having me on. You're the best. Um, thank you for joining. I'm so happy. This season is going to be back. so fucking good, you guys. Everyone watch it. DM me. Tell me all your opinions, all your conspiracy theories. It's going to be complicated and complex and shit show at being burns that's how you can dm this thing and yeah. also listen to her podcast burning hell and i have live shows coming up in la san francisco houston dallas connecticut and new jersey hannaburner.com and when you say live shows you mean stand up yes that's my boo i'm so proud of you hannah thank you i'm proud of you i love you thank you love you I love you. I love me. I love us. Uh, That's it for us, guys. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Taylor Strecker on Instagram. Um, And for real, like, let's get some, like, of your friends, your family. Like, bring me into more lives. And then tell them to rate and review and subscribe. Guys, I want more ratings. I want more stars. I don't even care what number star you give me. Just give me a star and give me a rating. I want those ratings 
please. And thank you. Have a great one, guys. Back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs> 